Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sports with your host, Sarah Holland. It has been a minute since I've recorded. I think it's been around three months since I've actually recorded my last episode. And to be honest, I've just been super busy with school and softball. So I didn't really have much time to, uh, you know, prepare an episode and record one and then edit it and put it out. But I am on winter break now. I'm at home. So I have all the time in the world to actually sit down and record an episode. So you will be hearing from me hopefully a lot within the next couple of weeks. Um, It's going to be mostly football talk because that's really the only sport that's happening right now. So get ready for a lot of football talk. Um, Today's episode is dedicated to the Washington football team and a well-deserved episode that is because the Washington football team beat the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, well, the now 11-1 Pittsburgh Steelers. You're feeling pretty great if you're a Washington football fan, having your team be the first team to hand Pittsburgh their first loss of the season and it being the Washington football team of all teams to do it. And I am always excited when a Washington team beats a Pittsburgh team. Um, Maybe that's just the DC sports fan talking. Maybe it's the Washington Capitals fan in me talking. But anyways, this is about the Washington football team and the Pittsburgh Steelers game. So let's get back to that. Um, I actually had the opportunity to write up a quick preview before the game happened, obviously. I wrote it on Saturday, I believe. And I actually went in to Monday thinking that the Washington football team had a good chance of going in and winning that football game. Um, They had extra time and preparation to get ready. Obviously, Pittsburgh was coming off that ugly win to Baltimore. And um, a lot of people thought that You know, they were going to use that game for motivation to play better and, um, you know, improve their game. And I I will admit, I sort of thought that was going to happen as well, but obviously it didn't. And, you know, Chase Young even said, you know, Baltimore exposed some things and now Pittsburgh has some issues to resolve. So it'll be interesting to see how they match up against the Bills next week, you know, with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills being red hot, um, you know, are they gonna step up and give the Steelers another loss? Who knows? Um, and I actually might do a preview pod for that game because I think it will be such a huge game for both teams. Obviously it is, you know, Buffalo's coming off a win to the 49ers. They want to continue to prove Um, that they are a powerhouse in the AFC and they're also looking to improve their record so it's going to be a tough game for both teams so I'm probably going to record a preview pod for that game just because I think it'll be really interesting to kind of um, compare the teams side by side so stay tuned for that podcast but let's get back to Washington and Pittsburgh so can we just talk about Alex Smith for one minute maybe a little longer, but he has to win the Comeback Player of the Year award. Like, he has the story. He just beat Ben Roethlisberger, who was also a popular candidate for that for that award. 
Um, and you know, after Monday's game, it's pretty obvious who it should go to. It should go to Alex Smith. <laughs> I think it was when what Washington was down 14 to zero and they showed blood dripping down from Alex Smith's leg. You could see it through his sock and then like onto his cleat. And it was pretty gross, I have to say, it was disgusting. He played the rest of the game, you know, like nothing really happened. And I think that's another reason why he deserves that award. He lives and breathes football and will do anything for this team. And that's the type of quarterback that you want in your program. Um, so that's a little bit of my why Alex Smith should win the Comeback Player of the Year award rant, you know, besides the obvious of coming back to play football after he faced a life-threatening injury. So yeah, huge Alex Smith fan here, love watching him play, and he has to win that award. But moving on to the rest of the game, you know, when watching that first half, I really wasn't expecting uh, Washington to come back from that 14-0 deficit. It seemed that Pittsburgh, you know, was going to slowly take control of that game and uh, there wasn't really a question of would Washington win it. It was more so will they get blown out and what is the score going to be? However, that turned out not to be the case. You know, Smith and the rest of the team really just kept chipping away to eventually tie the game at 17 apiece and then you know, Washington was able to grab its first lead of the game after a successful attempt at a 45-yard field goal. So it was 20-17, to 17, um, you know, at that point in the game. And I, there was about, you know, two minutes remaining. And it was enough for Pittsburgh to go down the field and score a touchdown. Um, but there was a game-changing play, the interception by Montez Sweat and John Bostick. And this play sealed the victory for Washington. This is the type of play that would have been so awesome to witness if, first of all, if it was played at FedEx Field and if fans were allowed in. Um, so I really wish that was a thing, but you know, we take what we can get. So, and, and after the game ended, I went back and I sort of looked at the highlights and I really watched and took note of what Washington did to win. And what I realized was that they made more adjustments coming out of the first half, which is a theme this season for this team. Um, they are a way better second half team than first half. And, you know, we saw huge plays by the offense, that amazing one-handed grab by Cam Sims, you know, and this eventually set up Washington for a field goal and gave them the lead, that 20 to 17 lead that I was talking about previously. So, and Cam Sims' role became more important throughout the game as, you know, Antonio Brown suffered from that toe injury early on, you know, with Gibson out. Pittsburgh's defense, you know, focused heavily on Terry McLaurin. Um, you know, Washington took note of that and they emphasized getting the ball to Thomas, McKissick, and Sims, who combined to catch 24 passes for 260 yards and a touchdown. So it was also a huge improvement for Alex Smith. He was not sacked in the second half after he was sacked three times in the first half. And you know, Pittsburgh is successful at forcing fumbles and interceptions. They are so successful at doing this. They have a blitz heavy defense that is very effective at pressuring opposing quarterbacks and shutting down other teams run game. But in the second half, we didn't see that same defense from Pittsburgh. 
They couldn't come up with a solution to slow down Thomas and McKissick, who again, played a huge role after, you know, Gibson left the game. That contributed heavily to the Steelers' loss. Uh, their defense just did not show up in the second half. If we switch over and, and you know, take a look at Washington's defense, you know, there was a, a few mishaps in, in the first half where they did allow two touchdowns, um, but they came back and made up for those mistakes and played spectacularly over the final, you know, 30 minutes of the game. You know, again, allowing those two touchdowns in the first half, um, but from that point on, they gave up one field goal for the rest of the evening. So, you know, and just another quick stat here, they allowed 211 yards to the Steelers in the first half, but they only gave up 107 total yards over the final two quarters. So Washington just made so many adjustments coming out of that first half, and that's really what allowed them to prevail over, over the Steelers. So, you know, we also saw Chase Young make a huge defensive play early on to get the stop on the fourth and goal, at, you know, at the one yard line. And that saved Washington from falling into a bigger, you know, deficit early on. And, you know, Chase Young said to the media, I was, I was watching a post-game interview and he said um, that they just played better defense and they played with more passion. And I totally agree with that statement. And it was very clear in the second half, you know, which team wanted to win, which team was playing harder. So yeah, sort of just, you know, wrapping up. This was a super, super quick post-game review, just trying to ease myself back in to making podcasts and editing them. So, you know, I'm all for upsets and underdogs. I will say that. I love what Washington was able to do. I hope their passion, you know, and their game um, that they've been playing lately can carry on and um, hopefully get them to the postseason. I would love to see... Alex Smith in the postseason. So again, um, I am going to have another episode up shortly. More football talk, as I said. Um, this, again, will be a preview for the Bills and Steelers game, which I'm looking forward to recording. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode.